Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We and this bitch talking UFC Vegas 80. We're going to the Apex main event. Grant Dawson versus Bobby Green, a.k.a. King Green, as he likes to be called. Um, this is honestly, I think the best way to talk about it is this, this is all your favorite prelim, main, maybe semi-main card fighters. And they kind of threw them all together onto this little uh, Apex card. So there used to be a lot of fun fights, smaller ring, I mean, smaller octagon and all. But as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Go down, comment your picks for this, your bets, if you're making any bets this weekend. And um, I'm Paul Pickle Winham Concha, and I'm joined with Grand Nazi Boy Cap, Water Boys is Roy, aka the Don P. White, aka the Real Slime on Screen. But Paul, man, I fucking love these all these fighters: Grant Dawson, um, Bobby Green, motherfucker. Who else did you say was on this card? Um, Robert with the Crimson. Joquan Buckley's on this bitch. But uh, Joe Piper, we saw him knock the fuck out some motherfuckers in Miami. This is a lit-ass card. But um, how the fuck does Bobby Green have such a fast turnaround? I feel like I just watched him fight Tony Ferguson. This is what he does. I mean, he also didn't take too much damage in that fight, which helps his odds of getting another quick fight. But that man, I think he fought four times in uh, 2022. And in one of them, it was within two of those fights within were within a month of each other. Whatever he, wow. he filled in the fight, Islam. So like he just always active. He getting that money. He's he's a man about the paper. So and he just likes to fight. I think he's just one of those real deal. He's what you would call a throwback fighter. Doesn't care about the record. I just want to bang. That boy, real the real deal, Holyfield. Uh, and like that's where all these a lot of these people on this card are kind of like like Alex Morano like been in here a while Jaquan Buckley he's continuing his now he's at welterweight he's continuing his welterweight journey this will be his second I think fight at welterweight um Drew Dauber kind of making a name for himself now he's on the journey again but these are all people that just like to fight Nate the Train Manis is on this motherfucker like these people that like blood and like to throw hands. Gotta respect it. Gotta respect it. Gotta love it. But what fight do you want to talk first? Um, let's kick off the main card with when we brought his name up a few times. Drew Dauber is taking on Ricky Glenn, big favorite, minus four thirty for that boy Drew Dauber. Um, oh wow! Pretty well. I mean, he's coming off the loss to Matt Frivola, where it was. I mean, one of the best two minute fights you ever go watch. They were just went in there and banged it out. But that'll happen when you accept that. Like, hey, we're both prideful grown men. Let's go meet in the center and just bang one out. And that's what happened. Unless you find Max Hollywood. Man, yeah. you don't. But, I mean, Ricky Glenn, 23-7-2. I mean, 22-7-2. Has a draw with Grant Dawson that's on this card. Who is actually the main event on this card. He kind of got a, he got a little bit of submission in his bag, but he likes to stand up mostly. I just really think Drew Dauber is a big favorite for a reason. Like, Drew Dauber probably even by KO because he was on a nice little 3-0 win streak. Oh, one over Terrence Mitchell, one over uh, who else he beat? He KO'd over uh, KO Bobby Green, uh, Rafael Alves. So like he was on a nice little KO streak before he got stopped by Frivola. I think he goes back to his KO streak on this one. I want to see it, man. I think Frivola. I I don't know. I picked Frivola because I fuck with my boy Steve Rolla in that Drew Dauber fight. But when that fight started, I thought Drew Dober was going to get him. Like, I did say those for that first minute of those two minutes, Drew Dober had his number. 
And yeah. then Carmola said, yeah, Carmola took over the next two minutes, the next minute, and that fight was over after that. So, Judoka's a great fucking fighter, and I feel like, yeah, this is a great way for him to pick that momentum and that steam back up that he was building up until he fought Steamroller. And then, is he still in the top 15? Uh, no, I think he lost his 15. So, yeah, I think he's getting his, um, he's working to get his number back. So, that's where that shit goes. And then we got Alex Morano. This is a pick on here. Alex Morano plus 135, taking on Joquan Buckley, minus 160. Buckley's the favorite here. And, I mean, this is Buckley, I think, second fight at welterweight. Maybe third. I could be wrong. It might be a second because the last fight, remember, he's like, man, fuck y'all motherfuckers. And then, um, no, he said nigga. He said nigga on, uh, and everybody was like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was right after he knocked out Andre Falajo, who got who got beat up by Tim Means the last card we talked. So like, Falajo's got been getting his ass with pretty badly. But Jokon Buckley, slight favorite here, Kev. Are you rocking with the Buck train? You know I'm rocking with my dog Jokon Buckley. Now that boy's straight though. I've always I like his fighting style. He's really explosive, and he's like a short muscle hamster. So he's, I feel like his punches hurt. I really feel like oh. he has a lot of strength. He has a lot of strength back there. So, motherfucking, I'm definitely taking Joe Queen Buckley. So, I'm going to split here. I'm going to take the dog, Alex Morano, here. Really? He, he's got nice submission game where if Buckley does try to wrestle, I think that might not help him too much. I think um, he's a good, he has a good BJJ. He can stand up. He's definitely not going to win the stand-up exchange, but I think he's going to make it dirty, get on the inside, try to take it to the mat. I mean, he he does have a nameless decision over Matthew Smellenberger. He does have a submission win over Tim Means. His last fight he submitted Tim Means, who looked great against Andre Falajo. Uh, like outside of losing to Santiago Ponzinibbio, uh, which he got knocked out, and, and losing to Anthony Pettis and losing to Chaos Williams, he has a nice like resume in the UFC. Uh, he has a few other losses early on in the UFC, but a lot of dubs. I'm talking about. I think he's like. Uh, other since the Anthony Pettis loss in 2020, he he's five and one with the one loss to Punchazibo with Cato, Donald Cowboy Cerrone, uh, Namus decision over Snellsberger, submitting Tim Means. I just think he's a better all around fighter. He's seen Joe Con Buckley's before. He's gonna be prepared for this fight, and I I just like him because he's the underdog. I like if this was him as the favorite, I probably would pick Buckley, but I like the the plus odds I can get on Morano in this fight. I'm not gonna lie to you. I definitely like Morano as um. I definitely like Morano as an all-around fighter in this one. But you know, I gotta rock with my dog Buck because I feel like he's coming in. If he lands something explosive, that's where that's where he takes over the fight and he continues moving. But if you can't get that good crack, like if you can't crack Morano, Morano's gonna make this a long go for him. Then our next fight, we got Joe Pfeiffer, big favorite. Another massive favorite on the card, going up against Abdul Razak al uh fighter out of Ghana, Africa. Uh, I mean, he's been on the UFC since 2016, and he has a KO over Charlie Ward, a KO over Nico Price, a KO win over Sabah Homasa twice. Fought him back-to-back, knocked him out both times. Damn. Yeah, but then he has losses to Chaos Williams, Jacob Mukon, Joquan Buckley, Manir um, Lazez. I just already know how to re-rate this fighter. He's definitely a stand-up fighter, 100%. We'll like the bang. Joe Pfeiffer is a crisp boxer, though. 
So whereas Hassan is he's another Joquan Buckley kind of built guy. So he's he's compact, built, he's five ten, all muscle. Joquan uh five for six two. I think five for boxing is outside here, but you might have to worry about a looping shot because if Obi does have power, but I just think Pfeiffer is going to be the, the more crisp boxer. He's he's going to get the dub here. I respect it. I would love to see um, Pfeiffer do his thing in this motherfucker. Um, yeah, I like Joe Pfeiffer. I remember when we walked into UFC Miami 287 in Miami, and all you heard was that boom. Woo! We knew it was in the right place. Joe Pfeiffer. So Joe Pfeiffer blessed me with that memory, so I'm always going to be on his side. And like you said, he's a great fucking boxer. Unless you come to, come through, coming through ready to take him down and really um bring your shit to the match, you don't really want to box with Brody. Yeah, and the looping shots might land, but I you gotta hope for a looping shot to land. You're not really you can't really game plan that and actually work it. Yeah. And then our next fight, another another minus four hundred favorite Grant Dawson, big favorite over Bobby Green, plus three ten. Bobby Green coming off a nice little win over our boy Tony Ferguson. Grant Dawson also coming off a nice win. I think he's has uh he had a draw with Ricky Glenn, who's on the card back in 2021. Since then, three and oh, two submissions, one unanimous decision over Demar Ismagulov. And he kind of manhandled him. He took on Marco Madsen, the Olympic wrestler, submitted him, took on Josh uh, Jordan Gordon, a uh, Josh. Jared Gordon submitted him. Um, I mean, he's been looking really good since that draw with Ricky Glenn. And unless Bobby Green can stop him from taking him down, I don't think Bobby Green got a shot, really. Like, you like you might stop him for a little bit, but I think eventually this is going to hit the mat. I literally just look up. Every time I see Grant Dawson, I say, America, you have your Khabib. Grant Dawson, even though I fuck with Bobby Green, he beat my dog Tony. I was a fuck with Bobby Green. But Grant Dawson is about to take this to the mat, make it a slow, methodical fight, and it's a five-round fight. Take him to the deep waters and watch him drown. I'm, I want to see if Grant Dawson – I don't think this is the matchup that tells me Grant Dawson is, like, a problem in this um, division – but just because I feel like the styles is kind of made for him to beat the fuck out of Bobby Green for five rounds. But it's coming. And But if Bobby Green was to beat Grant Dawson, now I'm like, oh, especially if he could do it without getting taken down and as keeps on fighting and shows that he can fight in a five-round fight, I'd be like, oh, Bobby Green is him. But no, nah, I got my dog Grant Dawson in this one. So I didn't put enough respect on Grant Dawson. He, he has 10 fights in the UFC, one draw, nine wins. He has yet to lose. So, like, this man has been steamrolling, motherfuckers. So, I mean, that should be enough said. I, I was only going back to his one draw, Ricky Glenn, 2021. But you got to go all the way back to 2017. Joins the UFC. He's yet to find, know what a loss is. And he's hasn't looked back. And I think Bobby Green is not the guy that's going to stop. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a fun press conference. I wonder who's gonna. I wonder the boys gonna be talking shit. I don't know. I don't think Grant Dawson is the chirpy type, but Bobby Green does also like to make things a little interesting. He likes to. He likes to push his butt. Push his butt. Because look what he did to Tony. Yeah, Tony this bitch talking about some old Bobby. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like I said, it's gonna be a fun fight. It's gonna be a card. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of a lot of 
finishes, and it's gonna be kind of there's gonna be another week where it's gonna be kind of hard for Dana to just pick a few winners. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's not our job. But motherfucking, it's gonna be a fun fight. I'm not gonna lie to fun card, but I'm not gonna lie to Pablo. We feel like we haven't live streamed in forever. I feel like we gotta get back. We gotta get back to live because this is gonna be the one to live stream because there's going to be a lot of crazy, crazy shit that goes down this card. We'll see what time is the main card. I know they're in Vegas, but sometimes they like to do some walking. Yeah, the main card is okay. at seven, so I'm uh, my ass won't even be home until late, uh, like nine nine thirty. You know how that shit goes, but now nah, we'll get back to that. But I'm looking forward to this card. We got no UFC last week, so even though we had Charlo versus Canelo, I'm still looking forward to this card because this could be a nice little vibe. Yeah, and this is gonna, like I said, I think it's gonna be a fun one, and it's gonna hold us over. What's the next big card? Um, UFC um two ninety four um um uh, uh, Oliveira versus Islam. Yeah, which is not October even 21st. yeah October twenty first. So it's coming up. It's within. It's twenty days away. Less than twenty days away. So yeah, this is gonna these next two cards are gonna hold us over for the prime rib we know coming. Yeah, I gotta go check that whole card to see who else is on that bit. I know Hasmat's on that bit. We gotta see who else is on that. Hook. But. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. Thank you all for watching a Totally Blitz podcast. We just broke down UFC Vegas 80. Give us your picks down in the comment section, who y'all got winning. Y'all got any bets riding this weekend? I love to hear them because I'm going to be riding some myself. And as always, this has been their episode of Totally Blitz podcast. I'm Paul Pickle Winham, joined with Kevin Waterboy, Street Fight Enthusiast Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers.